happening, Bitcoin Accumulation Country. I'm your host, Coin Icarus. This is the Fun with Bitcoin podcast, sponsored by Crypto Cloaks 3D Printing. And we are in Season 3, and this is Episode 40. I hope everybody's having a great week. Um, this was actually uh, supposed to be a chat with the entire Lightning Node Roundtable, but, uh, you know, we can't always get everybody together. Um, have no fear. We sat down with Suheb, um, who is kind of the uh, the lead, the head of um, Ride the Ride the Lightning project, right? Which uh, gets incorporated into more and more of these Lightning nodes. And so we got to sit down and have a nice chat about the development of RTL and the different features and different requests. Anyways, it was a great chat, and we're gonna get right to it. But before we do. It's time to talk dollar cost averaging and Swan Bitcoin. For anybody who is interested in dollar cost averaging and who wants to be purchasing Bitcoin but doesn't want to be spending their time constantly watching the charts and listening to traders that they really have no idea whether these people are credible or not, and you kind of just want to put this in kind of in a passive sleep mode where you're simply just accumulating and hodling, being able to transfer that Bitcoin out to your own private address. So if you're interested in doing that and that falls in, in your wheelhouse, then you are looking for Swan Bitcoin. With Swan Bitcoin, the three main takeaways are we've, we can do automatic withdrawal from a bank account, automatic purchases of BTC. You can time them based on your uh, when you receive your check. You know, you can do it, uh, you know, let's say once um, you can do it once a month um, or you can do it per pay period as well. Um, there's. Lots of options for you to be able to customize how you purchase. And you could automatically withdraw to your uh, your chosen address. So if you're interested in a Bitcoin-only platform um, that is doing the uh, the great work of helping onboard people, then you definitely want to check out Swan Bitcoin. I'm going to have the, uh, the link to their website in the show notes. Without further ado, here is my chat with Suheb from Ride the Lightning. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me on the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. Um, I actually have uh, Suheb from Ride the Lightning, uh, who's actually been on the Lightning Node roundtables every single time before. Um, but we're going to kind of do a bit of a one-on-one -on -one this time. So, and we're just going to really dig into uh, to Ride the Lightning. And for people um, for people who don't know what Ride the Lightning is, I'm sure my description is not going to be as as good or as thorough uh, as Suheb's is. But essentially, it's a it's a management interface um, on your Lightning node. And uh, I mean, when I first learned about this project, it was on the Raspi Blitz. And at this point, it seems like it's installed on so many different nodes. So it's it's really cool, Suheb. Thank you so much for uh, you know for coming on the podcast and uh, talking with me about Ride the Lightning, man. Sure. Thanks a lot for inviting me. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, let's so Ride the Lightning. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say. So let's uh, let's dig in. I guess uh, let's start right away with what's uh, you know what's new in in Ride the Lightning. I've been using it on the MyNode uh, interface uh, recently, mm -hmm. and I, I totally love the uh, the look. Um, I, I love the Thanks. look and feel. You've really improved. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in terms of what the product is essentially, right? Ride the Lightning is essentially, like you said, is a node management uh, browser-based UI. Uh, it's uh, the, the persona or the user that we had in mind was a technical user uh, of, uh, you know, Lightning nodes. Uh, and that's why if you go to the interface, it has a lot of options. You know, if you try to provide as much flexibility uh, as you can, 
uh, as we could uh, on the on the UI for all the Lightning Node operations. You know, channel management, detailed channel management, uh, viewing your balances, uh, adjusting your balances, uh, then payments, uh, receiving invoices, sending payments, um, uh, and uh try to also try to give slightly different flavors of ui you know if there is a um you know merchant uh, node operator persona so the dashboard that they have can they can tweak the way uh, the information that they want to see on the dashboard so there are two different flavors of uh, the the dashboard as well uh, so you can go to the settings and you know tweak those uh, settings to have a different type of uh, dashboard where the information is more uh, relevant from a merchant perspective so pretty detailed. Uh, the objective was to give a detailed uh, user interface for a technical user and try to dig into as many uh, features of Lightning as we could, uh, you know, keeping a typical um, technical user in mind. That's the basic, uh, you know, the description of the interface. It's a node management UI. And um, I, I really like, I haven't started using it yet, but I noticed that you have the, uh, the loop, uh, the, the looping function. And yeah. So, okay, for the people that don't understand that, can you just explain what that is? Is is that about balancing the uh, the channels? Sure. So, uh, so basically, loop is a, a flavor of a submarine swap, right? Uh, and a submarine swap is uh, actually uh, a swap between off-chain and on-chain uh, funds, right? So, uh, basically, if you are on Lightning, uh, your funds are logged into you know uh, off-chain uh, channels, right? Mm -hmm. And if uh, you want to have an ability to kind of swap your funds uh, across, uh, you know, from off-chain back to on-chain or from on-chain back to off-chain, so uh, submarine swaps uh, are a mechanism to do that, basically. So uh, one of the flavors of this service, submarine swap uh, was is actually open source, so anybody can actually develop their version of submarine swaps if they want. Um, uh, but uh, uh, so loop is one implementation of that. Um, and there are other implementations which are actually now coming on in the market as well like bolts, uh, which offer essentially similar type of service. The, the idea is, you know, if you're a merchant, let's say, right, and you are receiving a lot of uh, uh, lightning funds and you want to, uh, you don't have, let's say, your vendors that you want to pay to through lightning. And let's say your, wonder, your, your vendors are accepting payment, Bitcoin payments on chain. So you have a way to, you know, uh, swap your off-chain off funds that you have received on your site back to on-chain and then pay your vendors, for instance, right? Or So basically it's a mechanism to kind of go back and forth between on-chain and off-chain. Okay, very interesting. Okay, so it doesn't have to do with balancing the channels. There is a way uh, you I, can use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. No, that, that's what I'm asking, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so basically uh, you can actually use that to adjust and play with your uh, balances. So for instance, okay. uh, loop out, which is a reverse submarine swap is basically you know, you've got your funds on the um, on on your side, which is the income uh, local balance side, and you want to send those funds out to your on-chain funds. So the mechanism is such that it sends uh, you send the payment uh, out to a loop server, right, on Lightning, mm -hmm. and loop server swaps back those funds back to you on-chain, right. So what it it uh, accomplishes two things for you. One is it gives you on-chain equivalent funds for your off-chain funds. And it, what it does, it pushes balance to the remote side. So, you know, your channel balance gets adjusted uh, because the, the, the balance has now moved to the remote side. So it serves both the purposes. You have more balance on the remote side and you've got equivalent on-chain funds back uh, on your on-chain uh, wallet. So that's why it is kind of called, you know, a loop. That That's very helpful. 
um, because yeah. before we had no mechanism to do this or not an easy mechanism to do this. So this was this is definitely nice. So yeah, and I expect submarine shops to actually become more competitive. I expect more people to come into the space and provide submarine shop services because you can actually think of the, those submarine shops as kind of an exchange, right? So. Uh, you know, a good analogy to think about it is when we Bitcoin initially started, you know, the way to uh, uh, bridge from fiat world to uh, to Bitcoin world is exchanges, right? Fiat exchanges, mm -hmm. right? Which are, which are offering you on-ramp and off-ramp off services. Uh, what I think is a similar type of uh, evolution will happen in the Bitcoin circular economy where the initial adoption will be more on the on-chain side and you know, lightning adoption will mature over a period of time. So you will see a lot of uh, submarine swap services, which will try to bridge this basically, right? Uh, try to offer a bridge on-ramp and off-ramp between on-chain and, and uh, off-chain. So basically, so you will, you'll see similar type of uh, you know, evolution. Uh, that's my thinking. <laughs> Interesting. So, so you think that like, so people could make actually, maybe make a, a living from, from providing this type of a service? Yes. So if you look at uh, Loop, for instance, right, it offers uh, a lot of, uh, it, it provides, uh, so it has an incentive to do those, these swaps. So it, it charges you a fee to mm -hmm. basically, you know, offer this service. So similarly, you know, Bolts is another exchange, uh, which is actually offering, uh, you know, reverse swap, submarine swap and submarine swaps. And they are also charging some fee. So it's, a, it's because, you know, uh, there is a, they have to keep their funds uh, uh, online. Uh, maintain hot wallets they're taking a lot of risk in like offering these services so you know they are doing it for an incentive and um, so we'll see over a period of time i feel that you know this market will have more competition and you will see now the transition from bitcoin to fiat fiat to bitcoin is one phase then from on-chain bitcoin to uh, lightning adoption is also another phase right so when as this transition is happening these exchanges will pop up and try to offer this uh, on ramp and off ramp between um, on chain and off chain and you know make money uh, while doing that okay very mm -hmm. interesting i never i didn't really think of it as uh, you know that kind of big picture so i, I appreciate that okay so let's dive uh, let's dive into what's uh, what's going to what's coming down the uh, the pike for uh, for ride the lightning yeah, so uh, since the last time we spoke, I think uh, at that time, Ride the Lightning uh, was available for L&D and C Lightning. Mm -hmm. uh, but now we have actually expanded to Eclair also. So now RTL works on all the three major Lightning implementations, uh, uh, L&D, C Lightning, and Eclair. Uh, and uh, uh, so the look and feel uh, interface is similar. So, you know, you have one type of mental model uh, you know, regardless of which uh, lightning implementation you are working with, uh, you can have a similar type of you know uh, way to interact with your lightning nodes. So that one, that was so Eclair. We expanded to Eclair, so that was one big uh, change that we did uh, since the last time we spoke. Very cool. All three of the uh, all three of the platforms. So yeah. that that's awesome. So are there any uh, are there any kind of features that uh, that you're working on that people have asked yeah. for that? Yeah. So uh, if you look at the last release, uh, mm -hmm. version 0 0.9.0, uh, the most interesting piece that we did on C Lightning specifically was the coin control. So we added yes. the coin control on C Lightning, both for uh, on-chain withdrawal, uh, if you're doing from the C Lightning node, as well as if you're opening channels, right? So you can do coin control. Um, so that is 
that are actually quite uh, uh, a requested feature rather from lighting implementations because it provides you more flexibility and offers you more privacy when you are opening channels or withdrawing funds from your lightning node uh, to you know somewhere else um, you can have fine grained control over your utxo you can decide uh, which utxos you want to use to open channels etc so nice. that is one good feature that we've added yes but that's available for c lightning only uh, lnd has to offer those features before we can actually make it available on the ui and same thing for the clear they also have to like uh, provide those flexibility at the implementation level so that we can extend that in the ui all right you guys you, you guys heard it add it so that he can add it because we want to <laughs> use it I, yes. I like I, I really like coin control the first time i ever experienced that i was like wait a second i can actually choose you know which utxos i spend from you know, yeah. like individual, yeah. I, I had never experienced that before. And uh, that, that was very nice. So yeah. there are certain usability improvements that have to be made on that. So for instance, uh, labeling of uh, UTXOs uh, is still mm -hmm. not there in C Lightning. So we, we need that ability to read labels. Uh, if that is there, it'll make it more usable. Right now you'll have to remember the amounts, which UTXO was which, like that does not give you great experience. Yes. Uh, so we can improve that with labeling. Uh, so that is one thing that they can improve. Uh, LND actually is doing labeling, but uh, mm. the way they are uh, doing uh, coin control is slightly different. Right now, what they're offering is you can lease uh, or mark certain UTXO as leased. And uh, then when you are opening channels, the leased UTXO will not be used for open channels. So it's kind of an inverse way to do coin control. So we have not added that in the UI once they have a direct, they are still working on, you know, directly controlling which UTXOs go into channel opening and uh, on-chain withdrawals. So when they, once they do that, then we will add it in the UI, basically, so that you have similar type of experience regarding, regardless of which uh, lighting implementation you are working. Okay. Okay. So is there, um, is there any like a kind of, because um, you guys put in the, these updates, right? But uh, let's say, mm -hmm. when is your next milestone release, so to speak? You know, like where, yeah. where, where you have like a big overhaul, like, do you have that even planned yet or anything like that? Yeah, so so this is a more of a voluntary project, right? So it's not a like full time thing that we are doing. Uh, so all of our contributors are all voluntary, you know, giving their free time. So we do try to have some discipline around what features we want to focus on. Mm -hmm. um, so the next thing, actually, which is uh, work in progress, uh, is a bold uh, integration. So there is a PR already going on uh, where where you know uh, the similar to the loops. Mm -hmm. uh, swap service, right? There's another swap service that which I referred to earlier is uh, Bolts, right? Bolts. So they are working on, yeah, Bolts. Okay, got it. So, so they are working on add, uh, adding that as a feature on RTL so that, you know, you have now, you will have an option of depending on uh, which service you want to use, whether you want to use uh, LND uh, or uh, LND's loop, or you can, you will have an additional option of using Bolts to do reverse submarine swap or submarine swap. So uh, that's one uh, PR which is in progress. Um, Another thing that we want to work upon is improving our setup process. So right now, if you um, uh, install RTL, you have to go and manually tweak uh, config files. Mm -hmm. uh, if you use uh, configs like uh, MyNode or Nodal or RaspBlitz, then they are pre-setting that config for you, so you don't have to tweak that. But if you are like doing your doing it yourself, setting up your own node mm -hmm. and running RTL on your own, then you'll have to do a little bit of tweak in the on the config setting. So we are trying to move those tweaks in the UI layer so that you don't have to actually go to the command line at all. Just install RTL, run RTL, and then do everything on the UI. 
so that's the nice. that's another feature that we want to uh, build so that the usability improves for from a setup perspective so yeah so let me ask you this about bolts because i, I really don't know much about it is there um is there any benefit uh, of using bolts over, you know, over um, loop in, loop out, or is it just simply a different, like a different way of doing the same thing? Yeah, it's just a, a similar type of service, mm -hmm. uh, but but another service provider that you can, uh, you know, you'll have an optionality right now since um, it is a for profit service, uh, right, uh, and you don't really have an option, right? So uh, we wanted to give that optionality to the user that so that you you can choose, you know. Uh, which swap service provider you can go to. Right now, there are only two uh, players in the market. Um, so we don't have more options there. But yeah, uh, the idea is to give uh, an option to the user to decide which service they want to go with, right? Boards or loops. Interesting. Let me ask you this, and I don't even know if there's a demand for this. I, I just was thinking of it as you were explaining before uh, the installer. Mm -hmm. um, has anybody ever asked you guys for like a, a standalone type of, let's say, Windows installer where let's say you would install RTL and then you would mm -hmm. simply configure it, you know, through the setup, you would just configure it to point to a node and then it, mm -hmm. it would be like a, you know, like a standalone interface. Yeah. So I'm just there was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So there is a demand for that definitely uh, because people don't want to, uh, when we are giving a UI solution, and we start off by going to the command line and tweaking, making changes. So that's not a good experience, <laughs> right? So uh, the idea is to improve it incrementally. So you want to, you yeah. know, from a user end-to-end -end user perspective, end-to-end -end user journey and user onboarding, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you have a UI-based setup, that's uh, definitely helpful. Is there, okay, and maybe you have this in there already, but... Um... Is there any demand or have you ever gotten any requests for managing multiple nodes from one RTL UI? Yeah, and yeah. that feature is already there. Oh, yeah, it is already that there. Okay. Already there. Yeah, it's there. And uh, that was actually the first time this was requested was by Ketominer. So Ketominer suggested oh, yeah. about maybe one and a half years back, maybe two years back, I think, when, I was, when we were initially developing it. So at that time, he had an idea that why don't you build us flexibility to manage multiple nodes? And Ketominer is full of great ideas. Like his ideas are the best. So yeah, whatever he, he suggests, we implement that six months later. <laughs> see, it just goes to show, man, I'm like two years yeah. behind him, you know, asking yeah, yeah, this. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, definitely shout out to Ketominer. Um, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, at this point, though, I, I feel like how many different uh, how many different nodes is RTL installed on? Right, it's so uh, Raspberry Blitz, uh, MyNode, um, Nodal. Uh, there is another uh, solution called LuxNode. Um, yeah. So and then BTC Pay Server. Um, there are a few more Node solution providers uh, where which are actually listed on the GitHub that oh, we have on the okay. first page in the initial section. We have those uh, Node providers. So we have quite a few. In fact, um, one cloud node provider uh, called, called Block Daemon, they provide cloud-based uh, node solutions. Uh, so they also use RTL. Oh wow! So you're looking at like six or seven, uh, six or seven different node implementations. Yes. You yeah. know that uh, that use that leverage RTL. That is amazing. And we are a, a completely volunteer project. We don't like take money from anyone. Just Not working yet. in, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's, uh, the idea, yeah. 
you guys, I, I think you guys are doing something really, really nice. I, I like it a lot. So, and, yeah, and I'm glad to see it from the beginning. I just haven't gotten to leverage all the features. <laughs> right. So our uh, like objective is more, uh, you know, from a perspective of learning by uh, doing. Uh, and that's what we keep on doing. Like whatever new features we add, it offers us learning. Whatever we do, new integrations, it offers us, you know, new lessons. For instance, when we integrated with uh, BDC Pay Server, uh, we went through a process of dockerizing uh, the builds because BDC Pay Server uses uh, Docker images. Mm -hmm. um, then, uh, you know, any any new implement. So when we did Coin Control, we understood how to manage UTXOs, right? Uh, so you know, any implementation, any enhancements uh, we do, it improves our knowledge and understanding of both. Bitcoin as well as Lightning. So, yeah, we are so far. It's just you know learning by doing, and hopefully build a solution which anybody can use. How many uh, how many people are you on, on the team? I, I I only met one other person. Yeah. So the core team is uh, me, Shahana, and uh, Diogo. Mm -hmm. Diogo helps us with the UX. So the current UX is his uh, brainchild. He has been uh, you know kind enough to and generous enough with his time. Uh, you know, this is not a easy project because we cannot offer anybody any money. So, <laughs> and we have a lot of work, right? So if you look at the yes. interfaces, even from a UX perspective, there's so much work, right? You know, look at all the screens, all the, you know, there's so many mockups that he has to uh, build and deliver. So, you know, shout out to him for doing it uh, and helping us out here um, and helping the community overall with this, his design work. No, I, I mean, come on, three people team, you guys, uh, you know, um, I, I've said this before of other, you know, Bitcoin projects, you know, such as the Raspi Blitz, but I, you know, I, I work for a multi-billion dollar corporation and that has, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, like over a hundred, you know, let's say a hundred, 150 engineers working on a software project at one time right? and they, and they don't put right. together something as stable as you guys do. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand definitely what you're talking about. I also, in my day job, I also work for a multi-billion-dollar corporation, and I know exactly, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's scary, isn't it? It, it, it yeah. But yeah. I, at the same time, it it, uh, it makes me very confident about Bitcoin. It makes me very confident about Lightning, and it makes me, you know, obviously confident about you guys. You know, with what you're doing. So thank you very much yeah. for doing it. Thanks. From a development perspective, also, if you look at it, all the coding is done by Shahana. Just one person writing, you know, 99% of the code. You know, very little PRs we get in terms of actual change. On the Bold side right now, they're actually doing a lot of work. So, the, you know, Bold's team is, uh, like, doing a lot of uh, development work. We are just providing them guidance. Uh, but other than that, most of the development work is done by Shahana. So it's, you know, one person writing all this code for three implementations, you know, understanding all of their APIs, uh, and then, you know, doing all the engineering work, uh, uh, which is so far stable, uh, is also impressive. And like, I don't do any coding work really, uh, except for one small interface layer that I've written for C Lightning. Mm -hmm. uh, so one person writing all the code is also like, you know, pretty, so, pretty impressive. Huge shout out. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's Shahana? <laughs> yeah, Shahana, okay. yeah. So yeah. shout out. Um, when do you expect the uh the bolt stuff to uh to come in yeah so so far yeah we don't have a timeline per se they are like actively working on it we have given them uh, like engineering guidance shana has given them engineering guidance on what we need to do uh, i have provided them product guidance uh, we are also working with diogo to give them some design uh, guidance uh, so they have uh, 
lot of inputs from us. Now, now basically they are going to the coding work, engineering work to uh, get the whole thing together. Once that is, once their part is done, then we'll start looking at testing it out, uh, fixing, uh, you know, whatever little bugs are there, and then should be good to go. I cannot put a timeline right now because again, um, we are all like nobody's time bound in this on this project. We just you know work whenever we have uh, availability and, and free time. Uh, but yeah, that's the next thing which will definitely come. You know, bolts integration is a good feature that we are waiting for. Very cool. Very cool. So look, I mean, I uh, you know because you and I have have chatted so many different times, you know, about yeah. this stuff. I I really have no other questions for you. Um, you know, at uh, about this, I, I'm just super excited for you know every time there's another update, you know, from you and your team. I, I'm always excited and happy to install it. So uh, sure. Really Thanks. Um, yeah, from an L&D perspective, there yeah. are a lot of API changes. So basically, if you look at, uh, you know, level on the API side, like, let's talk about a little bit on, on the Faraday. I don't know whether you saw uh, the Faraday release. Uh, that's also a very interesting, uh, you know, solution which uh, L&D has put together. And um, that actually offers, uh, you know, node operators uh, accounting capabilities. So for instance, if you're running a, a node, right? and you are you know routing transactions uh, right now it's very difficult for you to uh, get an overall bird's eye view to understand you know how much revenue i have made right how many um, what is the so if you look at your operating expense when you open channel it's an expense right uh, when you close channel it is an expense depending on who's closing it and who's opened it mm -hmm. um, and uh, when and then when you route over those, those channels uh, you make uh, revenue right so basically Putting this picture together, uh, tracking it all down, uh, and giving an accounting view is very important uh, for routing node operators. Um, so Faraday is one uh, attempt in that direction, which is actually commendable and very good, uh, where you, you can look at channel level profitability, you can look at node level profitability, you can uh, you know, come out with your profit and loss statements. You can say that you know, over, the, over this period of uh, time, I have expensed this much. I have made this much money, and this is the you know this is my income from my routing node. So you can construct that type of view, and then you can you know construct channel level profitability views. You know, is which of which are my profitable channels, right? Uh, so those are very interesting developments, which uh, we have potential to you know add in RTL and give a like a complete holistic perspective, so that node operators have a very good understanding of how they are investments are working basically i think that would be huge I, I wasn't aware of that so i really appreciate you explaining that or maybe i had heard about it but i mean wow that that sounds really cool and that's called the faraday implementation yeah faraday okay so yeah, yeah. so so D now has uh, if you look if you're running lnd uh, yeah. you know loop is one daemon that you run for some swap service so similarly faraday is another daemon that you can run for uh, you know profitability analysis and accounting services so it comes as a separate uh, daemon, basically, that you run, and it has its own command line interface, an API interface, so which we are now thinking of utilizing that API interface to, you know, bring this uh, into the UI. This is going to be, I, I think that's huge, uh, because that was one thing that I found very difficult, like, especially when I first got my, my CASA 1. Uh, essentially, mm -hmm. what I would do is, because I, I couldn't really calculate, um, you know, I couldn't really calculate how much was in my lightning channels at any given time. Yeah. So what I was doing was, was that every single day I would add to a spreadsheet, all my numbers. So yeah. that way I could figure <laughs> out like, you know, 
am I actually routing any payments and am I getting paid for this or, you know, so it was very interesting. So I I really appreciate that. I can't wait for that. (laughs) Yeah. So if you look at the current URTL UI, you will see that, you know, on the dashboard itself, you can see what is your channel balances. Yeah. You know, if you are earning any routing fees, what are the routing fees? We are actually improving uh, some reporting also trying to add some reporting so Mm -hmm. that you'll have, you know, a, a fee history. So basically, if you go to the fee history screen, you'll see, uh, you know, month by month, you'll see how much uh, routing revenue you are making. You know, each month you'll be able to go back and forth in month oh. and see over the month what is the reporting uh, that you have made. Uh, that's that awesome. Also, yeah, that's a good feature that we are planning to add. Another feature that we are planning to add is your um, yeah, the, the payments that you are making, the invoices or the money that you're receiving on your note. So the, the similar type of reporting interface, you'll get a bar chart where you'll see, you know, these many payments I have made and these much payments I have received on my note. So, you know, these are good uh, usability enhancement that we are planning to do. I really, I like that a lot. And I think, because um, I remember talking to you about this probably like eight months ago or something, asking about a reporting suite. And I know yeah. that... Um, this is something like, it's like right now, everybody, a lot of people are just focused on, you know, actually, you know, using the tech, but, you know, looking out mm-hmm. by bringing these types of features in, I, I think it kind of helps solidify the business case. You know, it, yeah. it, start, it starts to bring like a, um, how, how could we say this? Like it starts to bring substance to yeah. the business case of lightning and, you know, and, and essentially how you can make that, uh, you know, yeah. into a, you know, into a stream of income. Yeah. Makes so, it more tangible, easy to understand. Yeah. yeah, easy to understand, you know, you know, obviously behind all this tech, which we are working on, you know, what is the real world benefit, right? So yes. if you can abstract that out, it becomes much more relatable, basically. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, on the accounting side, if you uh, if you have uh, listened to one of the interviews, which uh, Nisa from Sea Lightning did, they're also actually working on it. So uh, they're also working on creating accounting APIs so that they can give an accounting view for Sea Lightning. So it's both L&D and Sea Lightning are actually actively working on providing accounting type views, which I feel is immensely valuable, especially for routing node operators. Oh, absolutely. I, I think that we can't take ourselves, you know, it, it. we can't take ourselves seriously until we offer these, you know, these types of services, because really at the end of the day, you know, if Bitcoin expects to be money, this yeah. is the type of stuff that has to grow around it. And as we could see, right. it's it's simply growing naturally. So Right. Yeah. And if you look at Lightning Network's ecosystem overall, right? If you look at the ecosystem, there will be uh, three players uh, primarily or three types of, uh, you know, network players. So one will be your user who's trying to make payments, right? Or receive payments. Another will be your vendor who's trying to accept Lightning payments. And third will be the routing node operator, which is making sure that the payers and receivers are connecting and are able to reliably make payments. So the I feel that routing node operators uh, at this point largely ignored. We don't have a lot of solutions. We we have a lot of solutions for wallets, uh, BTC pay service addressing the merchants, uh, but we don't have good solutions for route, routing node operators. And I feel that they are one of the most critical piece of the puzzle overall uh, mm-hmm. to make sure that this whole ecosystem works. So uh, these developments, Faraday, uh, see lightning accounting work uh, is actually a good step in that direction to en- enable routing node operators. I, I agree. And I like that you're focusing on the lightning node operators because yeah. especially at this stage in the game, it's, it's a lot of us that want to learn to be lightning node operators, Yeah, you know, because yeah. we, we have the liquidity to put on the network and we have the yeah. desire to do so. 
So right. this is uh, that's why these tools are important. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because if you if you get the back end working properly, then the front end is much easier to manage. You know, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, that's right. I like it, man. I like it. Cool. Cool. So so look, um, do do you have anything else that uh, you'd like to add? I think those are we've covered quite well uh, the recent developments. What all we wanted to do on RTL as well. Uh, so I think that's uh, we are at a good point at this point. Very cool, man. So look, I obviously really appreciate you coming on the uh, the podcast, and it's always a pleasure to have you on. And I, I look forward to uh, I look forward to the next Lightning Node roundtable with uh, with you on it, and we could talk about more updates. Sure, I'm looking forward to. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Thank you so much, Suheb. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Tooth. Bye. Hope you guys enjoyed my chat with Suheb. Um, he's, I, I really love what Ride the Lightning is doing, and I love the vision that they have. So um, anyways, his contact details will be in the show notes. And of course, if you want to reach me, Telegram uh, or Twitter, I am at CoinIcarus. If you want to shoot me an email, I am CoinIcarus at funwithbitcoin.com. Catch you all next time. Thank you for listening. <laughs>